so much for joining us today on Flight Wanderwear Lost. My name is Allie, and I'll be your chief attendant for today's flight. You'll notice my fellow attendant, Hunter, wandering about the cabin. He's an expert in podcasts, loves a good movie, and is a wonderful chef. Now, please make sure your seat back and folding trays are in their full upright position for takeoff. I just, <gasps> I just love you so much. That was adorable. <laughs> like, we're video chatting right now, and that just genuinely warmed my heart. I know you can't see my heart, because that would be bad, but yeah, it's it's warm right now. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm so glad. So, Hunter, how's it going, man? Uh, long day, long week, long year. Oh, I feel you. Dude, is it over yet? It's been a long year, and, you know, I I mean, you're younger than me. I feel like every year is getting longer, like, as I inch closer to the grave, but, um... (laughs) Damn. Yeah, okay. I, I, I know. A little, little cryptic, but... Uh, Old Hunter over here. and barely and, getting through life. And Yeah, seriously, though. That's a great old woman voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you sound like when you're old, I guess. This, this is going to be... Got your cane yet? This is, you know what? I actually might have a cane for the holiday party. I haven't decided yet, but we'll see. Oh, my God. I love you. Yeah. I, I'm going really... I, I don't think I've shown you my new uh, uh, suit yet, but it's very extra. Like, I saw it. I went, yep, oh this God. is completely me. So. Well, and your suits are always, like, amazing. Like, amazing. Like, even what you're wearing right now is so amazing. Oh, yeah, so the audience, unfortunately, can't see. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately. Sucks to, yeah, sucks to be you guys, but I am in uh, black silk pants and a black silk robe with uh, dragons all over it. It's pretty amazing. It's very luxurious looking, and I feel like you absolutely could pull off being a flight attendant. Well, I, I appreciate You know, I, I would be a good flight attendant. I would be a good You'd flight attendant. You'd be a great flight attendant. Honestly, Which... <laughs> It's good because, like, today we're kind of talking about airplanes and experiences with them. I have some very interesting things to say, and I'm really pumped. Yeah. Um, I So, you know what's funny is I'm traveling more next year. So, I'm going to New York. Um, Ooh. Well, I've never... Take me with you. If you can fit in a bag, I will totally fit in I will work on my flexibility and folded, foldability skills. I, um... Never mind. I had a joke moment to be good, but um, I, uh, but I'm going to. I mean, it is marked with an E, so that that is true. Oh yeah. Oh, I can cuss boobs. There you go. But, <laughs> but I'm going to New York for the first time next year for a con, and I'm really excited. And I've always wanted to go to New York. Uh, it's going to be real fun going to Harlem. I'm actually really excited to go to Harlem and uh, Brooklyn yeah. and. All those spots, so but uh, I haven't decided what hotel I'm gonna stay at. So I'm very bougie when I go. It comes to my hotels. Like if I go on vacation, I definitely splurge on a good hotel. I think that is totally fair. I mean, like if we if we're going on something that's a bit more luxurious, we're not trying to save money. We absolutely wait. I have this completely backwards. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm right, right. Sorry. <laughs> end of day. I've been sick. There's probably going to be some coughing in this in this episode. But anyway, yeah, if we're going somewhere where we're like, let's just have a good vacation. Let's not, like, worry about money. Absolutely. Spending money on a hotel or, like, really nice Airbnb is one of my favorite things. Oh, so see, good. 
So if a hotel, oh god, I'm blanking on the name of the hotel in Seattle I used to go to, but they had like a bar downstairs, which was super like hipster, and uh, I love Seattle. I could just look at hipster girls all day in Seattle, so that's one reason to go to Seattle. Outside of Dude, that, I yeah, Seattle and, is amazing. And they have that Cat Cafe, which is like the most wonderful place, like in Seattle. It's wonderful. Well, and they have the um, the best like mac and cheese place ever. Wait, they have, I, they have a mac and cheese place? What? I never what? went. It's in um, the Pikes Place Market. It's uh, Beecher's. Beecher's Mac and Cheese. Oh, son of oh. a bitch. I, okay, so I oh. definitely walked by there like multiple times and never went. So I might have. So I might go to. Se- right. I might go to Seattle next year. To go see Alanis Morissette <laughs> because I love Alanis Morissette. Allie, shamed of man. Oh, I, Allie, have have you known me to have shame? Let's be honest. Like in general, <laughs> no. Like, that's not one at of my, all. that's one of my favorite things about myself is I have no shame. But I so <laughs> so jagged little pill is one of my favorite albums ever, and I remember that would have oh god would have been I think I was not nine. Yeah, yeah, I was nine the first time I heard it. Um, oh god, so I remember my dad making me turn the album off because, you know, in uh, You Oughta Know, it talks about her going down on uh, her boyfriend at the time in a theater, and, and my dad's like, yep, cancel that! I was like, well, what's that mean? And he was just like, yeah, just... <laughs> But I. Yeah, but you found out when you're older. I, I, I yeah. Uh, but, but I, but I need to go to Seattle. I miss that place. I could never live there because the traffic is horrible. But, but. Samezies. But I, I, I also like as much as I love cloudy, rainy weather. I also kind of feel like I couldn't live in it. I used to think I would be able to, but I really don't like. No funny jokes. I really don't like getting wet. <laughs> okay. You, I'm sorry. There's no other way to say that. You told me you were the one who said I need to be on the podcast. You can't censor the hunter. You have to let the hunter <laughs> be the tornado. You are you completely uncentered. It is marked as explicit. So if there's little ears listening, that's on them and their parents. That's true. You know, it's really sad uh, on my podcast. I didn't realize it. So I, I use like SoundCloud and other uh, outlets. And I forgot that SoundCloud, I had no idea SoundCloud has an actual explicit bar you can mark. So I just imagined like kids seeing this cute little panda being, oh, that looks so cute, and clicking on it. And they just hear me go like, oh, well, she's so hot. Oh, my God, fucking and, like, these kids' eyes just bugging out, going, like, what are we listening to? And I'm just I like. I remember, <laughs> so for the listeners here, Hunter's podcast is basically like movie reviews. So if you are a movie fanatic, it is absolutely the podcast for you to listen to. And it's The Real Pineapple, but real is spelled R-E-E-L. I know, clever, clever, right? So clever. (laughs) Um, But I remember like the first episode I ever listened to, and you guys were talking about Anna Kendrick and her boobs. Oh, yeah. It just, it was, like, kind of in there, kind of in the beginning. And I'm like, oh, dear God. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? Mike and Hunter would be great friends. (laughs) 
that's what started that whole thing. Okay, and that Mike makes sense. from the second episode. Yeah, and I, and I and I and I love Mike. Uh, there's actually very quick story. There is a episode of the podcast. It's really early on. I can't even remember actually which one it is. But my mom hadn't listened to it for a while, or hadn't listened ever. And she was like, oh, I'll listen at some point. I was like, that's cool, fine. And the one podcast she listened to, to start off, was the one where Colin was talking about how him and I lived together, and how I lost my virginity when we were living together. And it was like a solid 15 minutes to start the podcast about me losing my virginity. And I was like, oh, Christ, of course, this is the the one you'd listen to. So my mom calls me and goes, oh, that's how... She's like, oh, I listened to this review. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, so... It was really awkward. I was like, oh, that's awesome for me. So, yeah. Careful what you say in the microphones, kids, because anyone can hear it. Your parents might be listening. But to be fair. My mom listens to my podcast, I think, actually. She might not. She was on it, so she should. But so should you. And do you? No. You know what? Look, I haven't listened to any podcast. Honestly, the last podcast I listened to was your episode with Henson, and I listened to some of the episode you had with uh, Gare Bear, but I don't oh, listen. Yeah, but I don't Police listen to Florence, baby. Yeah, I don't Some listen good to episodes right there. I don't listen to podcasts at work because I get I get like tired and I get very like not motivated. So I legit listen to I I've been listening to a lot of oh I've been listening to a lot of Panic at the Disco. That's been my playlist this week. So I I mean I'll take it, but you should listen sometime. And since you don't know what's going to be happening at like right now. There's this segment that we do on Wanderer Lost called Wandering Sips. That's the part of the podcast where you get your drink. You get your drink. Oh, you even have a cocktail shaker. I know what I'm doing, Allie. Fancy. Oh, God. Um, I'm kind of a boozy bitch sometimes. You know this. (laughs) I love you. Um, Okay, so since you kind I mean, since you kind of know, we like to talk about food and drinks on whatever country we're talking about or that sort of thing. Since tonight we're not really doing a country and it's more about airplanes, we're going to do our favorite drinks when we're up in the sky. It's wandering sips. It's the sips. Wandering sips the top. Wandering. Sipping while you're wandering. Wandering sips. So my go-to, and this we learned on the last episode that I get motion sickness. So my go-to is always ginger ale. Okay. I always get ginger ale when we're in the air. What do you get? So it's funny. I don't really drink on an airplane, but so I have a because you don't want to pee. I mean that's so I've never used an so okay so quick segue I have kind of a OCD thing about using public bathrooms because they're disgusting and people are pigs Uh, especially men men just go like if you try to shake my hand and you just wipe your nose I'll kick you in the knee it's like don't be a disgusting piece of crap (laughs) like just have some pride (laughs) but the bathrooms okay so um. Allie and I work at the same place. So I don't think I've ever told you this story. So this is one reason why I don't use public restrooms. So I went to go use the bathroom. And I sit down. I'm about to, to go potty. And and the person had... So I, I go... I You know, I flush the toilet before because I'm always just like, ah, paranoid. But I go to flush the toilet and the person just clogged the toilet. And so poo water and everything just... <laughs> just... Just... just 
covers my butt. So I run out of the bathroom, terrified. So, so Allie, I went home. I went, fuck this. I'm not staying here. I'm out. So I texted my... So I texted my manager, my AM. I went, hey, I'm going home. I'm not dealing with this crap. And she was like, what happened? So I, I texted her in great detail what happened. And she went, there's no way you can make this story up. Go home. I'll see you tomorrow. So, of course, I burned those... I burned those jeans, which made my butt look great, by the way. So I'm like, cool. I'm out of a good pair of butt jeans. And yeah. I, like, so who, whoever that person is, I hope you get hit by a car because you're a terrible person who doesn't deserve to be loved. <laughs> hey, it's not quite as bad as walking into a, walking into a stall and seeing not only poop floating there, but also bloody toilet paper. Oh, that's... That is disgusting. That is rough. I remember the first time I was a kid, I went to like a bath, like a gas station bathroom, and it looked like, it just looked like someone ran around brown paint and they're blindfolded, and I was like, this is disgusting. I can't do public yeah. bathroom. So I will wait till I Ugh. get home if I need to, because my bathroom is normally pretty clean, seats always clean. I wipe down and like, wipe down everything. I use like the, like all natural cleaner and all that. Like I, I take care of my stuff, but men in public bathrooms are just, you're, you're horrible people. And I hope you know, <laughs> at least on the plus side, I don't know why I'm like every podcast episode, we end up talking about bathrooms, but this is just <laughs> another excuse for me to plug go girl and come on, go girl, sponsor me or something because I want you and I love you. At least you have your own pipe. Like, like you can just stand there. Now, granted, you can't poop in a public restroom. I get that. That's not very fun. But, like, at least you have got your own pipe so you can, like, whip it out and stand there. For us girls, <laughs> it's like the hover squat. And if you're in the air and there's turbulence, and this has happened to me. Oh. Then you end up not hovering anymore and you're just playing butt on seat. And it's disgusting. I always try to make, like, a toilet ring. Like, with the toilet paper to go around the seat, like, on the, Fair. In yeah. the lavatory on the plane. But I still try to hover. So, you know what I do is I'll get, like, paper towels, and I will wipe the seat down for, like, 30 seconds straight. I'm like, I'm, I like, you're going to be clean when I sit down. Like, I, I, yeah. Like, that's something that I, I just always am paranoid. Because that's one thing. Like, I grew up with little sisters, so it's always like, okay, wipe the seat, wipe the seat. But... Right. I, I just but yeah, I just see some guys where they're just like it's like, oh let's let's see how much pee I can get on the seat. It's like you're gross. <laughs> you know, this kind of segues perfectly though, because <laughs> it does it? In, okay. <laughs> it does. It does. So, you know what is grosser on an airplane than the lavatory? Hmm. The tray table in front of you. That you know it what? has like yeah. two thousand something like bacteria things i was reading about this earlier and the bathrooms have like 250 yeah that sounds here's the thing like i don't ever like so i don't fly often like i really don't like i'm flying twice next year i'm going to phoenix for a concert and i'm going to um going to new york but then i'm probably gonna go to vegas at least once or twice so i can go actually go to 
one of these screener invites they keep I keep having to turn down because I'm not in, I'm, I'm not living in Vegas so I figure oh, I should go to one of those but uh, I'm gonna fly a little more uh, not next year but year after I'm trying to go to Toronto and I know that's gonna be a longer flight but even flying back to the East Coast uh, this past oh God summer was just. That was, such, that was such a long flight. I was like, God, I don't like this at all. Yeah, I mean, we were just in um, D.C. And it, it is. I mean, and there's layovers and, like, flying is brutal. I feel like I'm always exhausted by the time we're done flying anywhere. Yeah. But, I mean, I try to avoid... Basically, I've gotten into this habit because I get really sick after, like, every trip. And I have, I'm trying really hard to, like wipe everything down and that sort of thing. So I have travel Clorox wipes and before I even sit down, I will make the people behind me stand there while I wipe off my seat, the back of my seat, and then I'll like sit in it. And then I wipe my seatbelt down and I wipe the tray table and the armrest and like everything like that. And then I sit there kind of like tucked up with my hands folded on my lap. And that's pretty much my position unless I'm like reading. I try to just sit there like that. But the problem is we do a lot of out of country trips at least yeah. one a year. Yeah. And so like we're coming up on our uh, London, Italy trip here in like four and a half months. And that's a 12 hour flight. Like yeah. I'm going to have to pee multiple times. I'm going to try to sleep. So I'm going to try to like lay out, you know? Yeah. And that's just going to suck balls. So when I, when I, I do go to, if I go to Toronto next year, like I'm trying to do, uh, for their film festival, uh, I'm gonna go first class. Like I'm gonna go big on this trip. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get myself a first class seat. You know, I'm gonna. Uh, do you, Do you always take a day off when you get back from your trip? Hell yeah. Okay. I don't used to, but oh, see, I've done that since so day needed. one. Yeah, like, like yeah. So I'm flying out from New- to New York like on October seventh. I want to say I'm there four days. I get back Sunday night like at eleven thirty, and then I took that Monday off, that following day off, so I can just sleep in. But I can't even sleep in anymore. But whatever. But I'll. We're old. <laughs> We're old. When did I this can't, happen? I can't sleep in past eight thirty. Like that's my sleep in time now. Dude, right. Like, if I'm lucky, maybe nine. Yeah. That's, like, the latest. But haven't you flown in a private plane before? I have. It's really nice. (laughs) And bet. Yeah. Lucky bastard. Yeah. Oh, trust me. Like, my my colleague, uh, one of my colleagues who I do the podcast with, uh, yeah, his his family's got a plane. He's just like, hey, dude. Uh, So we went to San Diego... Labor Day weekend because we do our fantasy football drafts at every Labor Day weekend, and he was like, "Hey man, like, uh, yeah, we'll go and just take the plane." Because I I bought my ticket because we were just gonna fly down, uh, you know, Southwest. So I was like, "Okay," but he's like, "Oh, never mind, dude. We can take the plane." I was like, "Oh, okay." So, like, so yeah, I no big deal. Yeah, no, yeah, NBD, no big deal. But I'll say, like, the only thing that irritates me about flying is that things that are modern like that should just be included like you know like leg room or i don't know a pillow or not feeling like i'm in a cannon that's falling out of the sky like like make me 
somewhat comfortable. But oh, you want extra leg room because you're a tall dude? Yeah, that'd be really nice. Oh, additional $80. It's like, wow, you guys are assholes. And it, yeah, it, it's like, that's part of the reason I'm like, God, flying sucks. But, you know, sometimes you have to. It's like, okay. But it just sucks the way that airlines, yes, I'm talking to all of you, take advantage of people who like to travel and want to live life. But yeah. yeah. Well, because the problem is, like, the it's up to the airline specifically. I read this article that took me, like, freaking 45 minutes to read because it was super long. But it was up to the airline specifically to determine how much legroom they want to allow. Now, obviously, they kind of have to allow a certain amount because you have to be able to get people into the seats. But, like, they just keep getting smaller and smaller. And the problem is we just keep paying, you yeah. know? And... That's part of the problem. Like, the consumers are part of the problem. But am I going to stop flying and stop traveling? No. Um, well, it's like it's like when, it's like like if you're, like, your first job, you're getting paid minimum wage. Like, that's your manager saying, like, hey, I would pay you less if I could. But, but because this evil government makes me pay you a certain amount. <laughs> like... Like I was like my first job, I was making like eight fifty living in California back in '05, which was like not livable. Damn sure isn't now. If you've seen what California rent is now, and no, and I remember like having that conversation with her. Like I'm always here on time. Customers love me. Why are you paying me this much? And she's like, Yeah, I can't really afford to, but we're bringing like ten, like thirty k each month. I'm like, You're just a cheap asshole. You just don't pay me. So yeah. airlines, get your shit together. Like I'm, I'm six. I'm like six two, uh, almost six two. I'm a tall guy, uh, cuddly too. But I, but it's like give me some, give me some leg room so I can stretch out and not. Like I, I feel like sometimes I'm having to do that, that like arm leg tuck, or it's like it's like especially if there's a kid in front of me because I want this. I have this terrible thought of like a mom's like holding her kid and I accidentally like am trying to stretch and I hit her seat and like the kid goes flying or something like that. <laughs> oh my and, god. And then it's like, oh Hunter, like look at you, ba- like baby herder. It's like, no, I just I didn't have any leg room and yeah. I just needed to stretch. Yeah. I know, but... see and like that's uh because you can only recline like the teeniest little angle, it doesn't help at all. And like those long ass flights, I can't sleep on planes. So if I could just lay flat like just lay flat i would be able to sleep but again it goes back to like spacing and things like that i've seen some really cool designs for um like i think boeing is trying to make some some plain ideas and designs that have it so there's like multiple rows okay you have like a little like almost l-shaped bed and there's like two up there or something that'd be which would be kind of weird if you didn't know the person next to you but it's like two little l shapes or something like that i don't know it looked really cool in the design and i feel like it would be totally functional but again it goes back to the airlines and them not wanting to 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 be able to just pack as many people as they can into the flight but what is so interesting that i found is that um and i didn't know this i always kind of wondered but i guess i never really thought about it um, most Boeing 777s and 787 airliners have a secret stairway that leads to a tiny set of windowless bedrooms for the cabin crew. And they include, like, bathrooms, too. They, they usually have, like, a bathroom. So it's like a speakeasy 
Like, it's this hidden staircase that goes up to the top, and there's, like, a couple little bedrooms for the flight crew. So they can go lay down and sleep. That's intense. But I... But, like, the whole L-shaped thing, I don't know. That seems like that'd be kind of fun. Plus, you know, maybe you're sleeping next to someone hot and they think you're hot. Maybe that's how you you join the Mile High Club, you know? You don't know. Oh, God. (laughs) And this is why we will never have them. Thank you, Hunter. (laughs) I'm just throwing out ideas because I care about the environment. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Speaking of the environment, um, there's also this plane company. Now, it's only like a five-year-old company, but it seems super cool. Um, They have this, it's it's the airline company, I think it's called Boom, and they have this supersonic flight that they're, they're testing. They're supposed to be testing like either early 2020 or it was supposed to be at the end of this year, one of the two. Um, But they're supposed to be testing it. And this is amazing. It should take... From Tokyo to San Francisco, which is a long-ass flight, Yeah. with the Boom Supersonic airline, it should only take six hours. Oh, shit. That'd be amazing. Six hours. I I know. Can you imagine? I want to go to Tokyo, too. That's another place I'd love to go. Right? I know. Like, all that sushi? Mm. Yeah. I... (laughs) You guys can't see, but Allie like smacked her lips now. <laughs> I love sushi, okay? So I have not done all-you-can-eat sushi since I've been here, and I need to. Like, um, Okay, so I'm thinking like a double date, and yeah. let's go get some sushi. Yeah, you let me know when. So like, speaking of sushi, though, and food, this is also such a great segue. Look at you, you're just wrapping these perfectly for me. Guys, it's like I did a podcast before. <laughs> know how to do this uh, but so i always i like hate in air flu- food like the in-flight food sucks it's horrible it's bland it's disgusting i've never liked it okay um just not a fan now it, it there was one time i got a cheese and crackers snack thing that cost me 15 dollars, and it was actually okay but according to a 2010 study from the Fraunhofer Institute for Building Physics in Germany, it's about 30% more difficult to detect sweet and salty tastes when you're in the air. So your taste buds change when you're flying. Okay. Maybe it's it, not the food's fault. Interesting. So I've never gotten anything in flight or on flight for food. Um, I kind of am still afraid to fly. I have to get really high before I get on the plane. Like, it's really like high honest- before you get really high. I nice, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, basically, I'll have like an edible before I head to the airport, and so I, it usually kicks in right as I'm getting on the flight, and then I'll usually have a beer or two before I head over to the airport. By the way, I'm Ubering just so everyone's like. Doesn't think I'm pulling a Paul Walker or something. You're like, no, I'm <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> he is I'm following the books. It's yes. perfectly legal here in Nevada. It is. It Carry is. On. But uh, yeah, I have to. I have to get. I have to get a little high and a little like not even buzz, but just be relaxed going on the plane because that initial takeoff scares the hell out of me every time. <laughs> like, dude, you and Sandra Bullock, man. I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's yeah, flying too. 
you know what? I I love Stranger Bulk, so yeah, I will take that. But yeah, no, me too. I, I so I've never really been afraid of it. So like, do you have you do you like grip this the in like the classic yes. movie scenes? Do you like yes. grip really tight? Yeah. Have you ever so, held someone's hand? N- well, outside of Leia's, uh, that's my girlfriend. Uh, no, I I don't. So what I'll do typically if I'm flying by myself is I'll put music on. And then I just, like, look at the ceiling or the top of the plane, whatever, and I just close my eyes and just kind of, like, listen to Paramore or whatever to just kind of calm me down. And then as I'm taking off, I'll kind of hum the lyrics to myself. (laughs) I just imagine you in, like, the seat next to me. Yeah. When we took off, when we when we flew back to uh, New Hampshire, I uh, I was definitely humming Paramore's like misery business to myself as we were taking off. I was just like, like, <laughs> yeah, I I I still get scared at thirty two flying. I I really do hate it. Like, I mean, I feel like it's totally fair and completely reasonable too. Um, you know, like, and, like, the most dangerous parts of the flight are takeoff and landing. If there's turbulence, holy crap, I'm just like, I'm like, ah! Like, like we're gonna die! Like, oh, I, I, God. Are you yeah. poor thing? <laughs> yeah, no. If it makes you feel any better, um, the back middle of the plane is the safe di- safest, although the FAA will say that there is no safest. But, according to studies, and I'm just full of facts tonight, according to studies, and this is what I'm recalling from memory, of people sitting in the back middle of the plane, like, 32% of that resulted in, like, fatality. Um, Like, 38 in the middle of the plane and, like, 37 in the front of the plane, something like that. So that's why the FAA is like, there's no safe seat, but safe in the back where it smells like poopy. So I... God, flying is just... It's so... It's so impractical, it feels like, because you're just in a giant tube that could, in theory, collapse at any moment. Um, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm putting, like, I'm hoping the elements and everything just don't, you know, screw this <laughs> screw this up and send us to our falling death. Like, that's, like, like anytime we get into, not even cruise control, but when we're like, oh, we've reached, you know, 30,000 feet, so we're going to turn off whatever and gets into, like, cruising altitude, that first initial kind of stop, I'm like, oh, God, it's going to fall. The plane's going to fall. Like, I always kind of, like, my heart. This is why I sleep on my flights. Like, I, because if I sleep for half the flight, I'll wake up, and there's maybe, like, a half hour left, and I can deal with anxiety for, like, a half hour. But, like, a six, eight-hour, 12-hour flight, I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, that would be. So I would have to almost, like, drug myself. Like, I'd have to have someone give me, like, morphine or something for 12 <laughs> like oh my god so, poor thing yeah i it's so well i have a huge thing about heights i won't even go on roller coasters like roller coasters scare the hell out of me so oh that's sad i i used to be afraid of roller coasters but i got over that when i was 14 so even though oh god what it, oh not not disneyland i can't even remember where Wait, was it disneyland no, we were we were at some water park and we were like on a like a log ride. I remember the log ride like takes you really like takes you down pretty low 
and you get splashed and all that, and then you go all the way up, and it's really tall. And I remember, f- like, the free fall, and I've never grabbed onto, uh, uh, <laughs> grabbed onto wood, uh, <laughs> that hard. <laughs> Sounds Thank like you. Splash Mountain at Disneyland. It was kind of similar to that, yeah, but I remember I was, like, I was screaming. There's this, like, nine-year-old kid behind me, c- cool as a cucumber, and this was... <laughs> And I'm like 23 screaming because of this log ride with children on it. I'm like, cool. <laughs> so, so imagine that both a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle would be super proud of me right now because I think honestly, when it comes to that, I have a little bit of like fear about it. Just like the teeniest bit, but statistics help me. So like in 2017, there were zero fatalities in commercial airlines. So nobody got dead. Versus in 2017, like 32 or 42,000 people died from car crashes. So airline travel is the safest way to travel. And it's getting better each year. How's it getting better? Well, I mean, it's not more comfortable. uh, Clearly. (laughs) But apparently they come up with different ways to make it safer each year. What those ways are, but yeah. Wow. I only did so much research. That what is, do you want me to do? That's so reassuring. How, how's it getting safer? <laughs> I mean, there's still fatalities. The next flight you get on could be the one that dies and crashes and you die. Why the fuck would you say that? <laughs> God. That is, like, the worst thing to say to me is I'm going to fly out, like, six months from now, jerk. But the probability of that happening is so low. You'll probably die in a car accident before you die in a plane accident. You know, I got hit by a car one. I got hit by a car? I did, yeah. And I'm still standing, so. See, boom. you're invincible. I, that's man. That, oh, my I, God. If you're Clark only. Kent. If only. So Hunter wears glasses right now, and I bet if he took his glasses off, the Superman outfit would would be on. It, <laughs> if only more more like Black Kit, Black Kirk, Black Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, rat- what are some of the like worst airline experiences that you've ever had, like okay. when flying? So Give the worst, me the dirty, gritty details. So the worst one I had by far. So I've been dating my girlfriend, Alea, for two years. Uh, so I hadn't met her mom and her family. So she was like, hey, my sister's graduating. And I was like, cool. And in my head, knowing, like, you know, okay, I know what the follow-up is going to be. <laughs> so I was like, would you want to come, like, with me? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. So, you know, got the time off. Uh, so we flew out of Reno. And we flew into Boston. Uh, by the way, Boston, you're a terrible city. I hate all your sports teams. Uh, if I oh, 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 if I was, oh, if I was Superman, I'd fly to Boston. I'd just start throwing buildings in the ocean. I fucking hate Boston. Oh my Boston. god, Boston well. sucks. <laughs> I hate that city. <laughs> and I'll explain why. So the first thing I see when we got off the plane to Boston, which was a long ass flight, uh, we transferred in. Oh, not... Was it Denver? Was it Denver? Maybe. I think... It, it doesn't matter. I think it was Denver, though. Anyways. But the first thing I see when I get off the plane is this lady... Uh, 
that has a like a giant build the wall shirt. And I'm just like, course, course is the first right. thing. <laughs> like you know, he he was he was um he was like a bag. He was very hefty, but in- <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're 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 in Boston. Everything's you know Samuel Adams and fried whatever. But anyway, so we. <laughs> So we go to New Hampshire, which is where she grew up, and it's like a small town in New Hampshire. So we go there. Sister graduates Cambria. She's awesome. Very proud of her. Everything. Fun trip. And so then we're supposed to fly back. I want to say it's Monday afternoon, uh, like afternoon, like at four or something like that. Sounds right. Like four o'clock. And they go, hey, the plane's been delayed because of a mechanical problem. We'll have it up in like like, an hour or something like that. Oh, no, 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 sorry, that was the second day. The first day, they flat-out canceled our flight. So, Yay. Uh, about uh, 90 minutes before it's gonna, we were going to fly out. So, we were pulling into the airport as they canceled our flight, which I was like, that's great. So her Well, mom, on the positive side, you weren't in the airport already through security. I mean, true, but her mom lived almost two hours away, so we had to drive back with her, so that was super fun. So that was the first night. So I think that was Monday. So Tuesday we drive back and we get on through checkout, get on the plane. We're supposed to fly out around two, and they go, "Oh, okay, there's a problem with the plane." I'm like, "Oh my god, what is happening?" So they say, "Stay on the plane, we'll get it fixed." So if two hours passes. I almost watched all of Captain Marvel, and they're like, "Hey, we need everyone to deboard." I'm like, "Oh my god!" And so we deboard the plane. So by now it's like four o'clock. So there's like a six twenty flight, I think, that would have put us there like at three the next morning, something like that. So they're like, "Hey, you can get on this flight." And we're like, or no, like at uh, like one the next morning, something like that. So we're like, "All right, fine." But the problem is they'd wait so long to, to board us, they couldn't get us on that flight. So, <coughs> so it's like cool. So. By this point, I've gone to like full black person customer service mode where I'm just like, I need to talk to someone. I'm pissed off. You're getting this fixed and da da da. So, <coughs> so I'm, ye- so I didn't yell. I at no point yelled because we work in customer service. I know how it feels to be yelled at. It's shitty. It's not fair. So I was like, okay, like I'm stern, but I'm like, you need to fix this. So we go ahead and this uh oh god janice i want to say is what her name was she was an absolute sweetheart uh she worked for american and uh, she goes hey like i'm so sorry because by this point they were going to get us uh hotel rooms but they'd wait too long again to get us hotel rooms that the closest hotel to us was sold out and the next closest one was 80 miles was uh 30 miles away which with boston traffic there's no way we made it back in time so i was like oh my god so I'm talking to Janice. She gives us these uh, meal vouchers, right? By the way, they issued us a meal voucher, a $10 meal voucher for inconvenience. I'm like, I hate you guys so much. Um, what? $10? Yeah. What is that going to buy you in an airport? Uh, like a soda <laughs> and some gum. <laughs> uh, so I won't say the name of the airlines, but it rhymes with American Airlines. So there you go. <laughs> So, so hashtag American Airlines. Yeah. Okay. So we, I didn't say anything in the airline. So we, so, the, so Janice, God bless her. She gives us like each, uh, like eighty bucks in meal vouchers. So I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. So I'm like, hey, we're here. Let's make the best of it. We go to this Italian restaurant, right? So I'm like, oh, we can drink and all that. It's fine. 
I just have to pay for the booze. The the waiter, uh, the waitress comes back to us as we're closing out our, our check and goes, hey, out of the $160 in meal vouchers, only $30 is actually showing as valid. So then I had to pay for a whole meal. So at this point, I'm just... I'm just so angry and over it. I wanted to just, like, punch someone. So, and, like, Alea's emotional. She's crying. So, I'm sitting, like, with her. And so, we slept in the airport. So, they gave us cots. So, we're sleeping. So, they were like, hey, we have cots set up for you guys in a quiet place. Uh, The cots were set up at baggage claim. So, we had people around us all night till, like, 2 in the morning. That's a quiet place? Yeah, exactly. So... By this point, I'm just ready to scream and just so Alea starts crying. God bless her. So I'm like holding her. I'm keeping it together, but in my head, I'm like, if someone mouths off to me, I will scream. And so I, so she's like, hey. So we get down to our cots, which, and so she lies down, says, hey, wake me up, you know, like at two o'clock so you can sleep. I don't sleep. I just let her sleep because she's had a day and da da da. And I'm a great boyfriend. So anyway, so she's <laughs> so she's passed out. Um, the moment she passes out and I know she's asleep, I go into the bathroom. I just start kicking the door for like five minutes. I was so unbelievably pissed off by this point. I, I, I honestly could have choked someone and not felt anything. I was I was furious. So through all this, I'm texting my manager at work, and I'm like, "Hey, got delayed another day." And so I'm seeing her screenshots, and she's like, "What the? F-? She's like, what the fuck is happening with American Airlines?" And I'm like, "Yeah, American Airlines clearly doesn't care about the consumer and just wants to go ahead and screw them at every chance they get." That's right, American Airlines, you're terrible. So, so I so I miss like an extra two days of work, right? So I go back to my cot. As I'm sitting there, a lady sits down next to me who's waiting for her flight. And I'm just like, On your yes. cot? On my cot. I'm like, what? yes. And she's like, oh, hello. I'm like, get off my bed. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was a seat. So I'm like, oh, my God. Why is Boston just the most terrible city in the world? <laughs> so at the th- so you know so sometimes you get so mad you kind of laugh but you're like so angry still like at this point I'm just laughing and I'm face palming because I'm like oh my god I just hate this city this city sucks so this guy comes down to grab his air uh, his uh suitcase or his duffel his bag his check bags and he looks over and sees a Leia pass out who's just you know exhausted and everything. And I'm sitting there on my tablet and I'm watching uh, Jessica Jones because I'm like, okay, this will keep me awake. Da, da, da. And he looks over at Leia pass out and like, and me stressed the fuck out and just kind of laughs. And so, because at this point I'm very upset, I stand up and go, I'm sorry, sir, what was that? And he's like, oh, nothing, just looking. And he kind of laughs again. So he's wearing a ball. <laughs> So he's wearing a Boston Bruins shirt, and Allie knows me pretty well. It takes a lot to get me genuinely pissed off, but at this I point, I'm on, I'm on very little sleep. He laughed at my girlfriend. Uh, I hate the city of Boston. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna. So he's wearing a Boston Bruins uh, hockey shirt, and the Bruins were in the Stanley Cup at this point. They, like Game Seven was like that next day, and so I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you're a big Bruins fan. He's like, hell yeah. And so I go up to his face, and I thought I was going to fight this guy. I'm like, I was like, 
I hate people like you. I hate the Boston Bruins. I hope you guys lose to Stanley Cup tomorrow. I fucking hate this city, and you need to get the fuck out of my face. So I just, I just kind of snapped a little bit. So, luckily, the Bruins did lose the Stanley Cup, which, hooray. But, uh, but we flew out the next day at 6 a.m. We got home at, uh, like, 12.30. And I remember we just, we immediately plopped down in my bed, and we just, like, slept for five hours. So, that, to this day, is the worst. Oh, and American Airlines, they issued us a $100 voucher for, uh, sorry, my American Airlines, pardon me. <laughs> Issued us a hundred dollar voucher for our in, for our inconvenience, even though I missed out on two days of work, and uh, and the flight company I booked through, whose name I'm actually blanking on, even though I got travel insurance, he said, "Oh, well, since they got you on another flight, technically that voids the fl- that voids the insurance for the f- original flight." Oh God! So, yeah, so I legit called American uh, American, pardon me, <laughs> airlines for like three weeks complaining uh fun fact there is no uh direct number for claims through american airlines which i was like you have to fax something in i went oh that's convenient yeah what yeah so i will never fly american airlines i still have the hundred dollar voucher i'll never use it (laughs) like i might use it like i might use it for when i go to phoenix just because it's close and i figured they couldn't fuck that up but it's American, so who knows? But who knows? Uh, yeah, I'll be flying Southwest moving forward because uh, or JetBlue. I've heard JetBlue is nice. I've never flown JetBlue, but I have not either. Really? I know um, the hubby Kyle flies Southwest. They have some sort of deal with him. We're with them with like the state and everything. So if there's like a Southwest flight, he generally has to fly Southwest. Um, I'm a personal United fan. Really? Okay. Yeah, so my dad used to work for United when we were growing up, um, and he wrote a lot of their software. So I'm personally a big fan of United. I've always had decent service, and they've always done, like, a really good job, like, with flights. Like, I can call customer service and get someone on the phone within 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes it's been longer, but I've had to call them multiple times, and they're pretty nice, responsive you know like i have no real big complaints but i was saving this story specifically for this episode oh nice okay so one of my biggest travel woes because i feel like the majority of the time i'm a i would say knock on wood i'm a pretty lucky traveler so when we fly my flight is usually like they usually get us there quicker than they estimate so we're usually always like we get home earlier, that kind of thing. I've never missed a connection. I've always, when I've pushed it, I've always gotten to the gate, like, as they were starting boarding. What's the what's the hardest connection you've had to make? Can you think of one? Um, yeah. Uh, a couple. I had to fly. We flew from Reno to LAX, was a layover. And we were flying, I think, to um, the East Coast. We were flying to Florida. So we were in LAX. And we got off our flight. And we were trying to find the other flight and like the other, we had to go, it was like another gate or something. And so we, we got off the flight, we were looking around for it and we were following the signs for it. And we were like making our way there. And all of a sudden, like the numbers just jumped. So it was like, I don't remember the exact numbers, but for example, it would be like 21, 22, 26, 
27, 28. And I'm like, what the, the fuck? And yeah. I'm like, okay, we need to, like, our plane is, like, boarding. <laughs> we need to go. And we, I asked someone because I was like, we cannot miss it. Apparently, you had to go out this sketchy side door down to the, like, ground. And they had um, a shuttle take you to a separate terminal. Oh, and that's God. where the other flight was. Were you flying out LAX? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I almost missed my, we almost missed our connector coming back because our plane got delayed 45 minutes and so we almost missed our flight from um uh lax to uh, la to reno um and lax is like the most poorly laid out airport mm-hmm. like ever because mm-hmm. yeah we had to take the shuttle too i was like why is there a shuttle like why can't everything be like yeah i uh, i know yeah. i like our small little reno airport but yeah, LAX is laid out just horribly. I hate it. I hate that airport. It's the worst one. That was a horrible connection. We got there right as they were calling our boarding group, so we were we was close. Um, and we had a tight connection going to DC actually too. We landed in Chicago, and I was really excited because we were in O'Hare, and it's one of my favorite airports. And I, I was like really O'Hare. pumped. Yeah, I was really pumped to like go get some food, um, and that kind of thing, and. We ended up not being able to. We had to go straight to the next gate, and it was boarding when we got there. So we've had some tight connections like that, but we've always made them. Yeah. But coming back on my flights from United, they were di- it was a direct flight from D.C. to San Francisco. Um, it was like an hour and something layover in San Francisco, and then a flight to Reno. So I flew, for some reason, like the night before... They changed my flights so that I had a layover in um, Chicago. Yeah, I had like a layover in Chicago. So I flew from D.C. to Chicago and then was going to fly from Chicago to San Francisco and San Francisco to Reno. Okay. The flight attendant, when I got to D.C., looked at my, my tickets and he was really confused. He was like, this is supposed to be a through flight. And I'm like, that's what it was supposed to be. But now it's showing that I stop in Chicago and the one Chicago isn't showing me that I have a seat assigned and I don't understand why I don't have a seat assigned. (laughs) What the hell? So, oh God. So he was like, it's fine. Like this should be the same, the same plane. So you might have to deplane and then just get back on. No big deal. And I'm like, that's still stupid. (laughs) I think so too. I think it's stupid. But whatever. I'm like, okay, fine. We'll just go with it. So we fly out. We get to Chicago. I get to my gate. And they don't have a seat for me. So basically it was, we have to seat everyone. And then we'll give you a seat depending on what seats are left. And I'm like, this this sounds like it wasn't well planned out. I mean, I wouldn't know. I'm just a passenger, but it just doesn't seem like it was thought out. <laughs> so, um, so I finally get my seat. Totally fine. We get on the flight. Um, I'm near, pretty much in the back, and my my layover in San Francisco is now like 56 minute, minutes. So I'm a, a little nervous about it, but it should still be fine. The, the gates were like right next to each other. Like we were flying in and getting into gate 66. And the flight I was leaving out of was like 70 something. So we start to pull back. We're on the runway and we stop and we're just like stopped for like 30 minutes. 
And finally, they're like, oh, we're so sorry. Someone's up here throwing up and sick, so we have to go back to the to the game. Oh. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Real, like, don't get on the flight, first off, if you are puking. Secondly, don't stop the rest of the flight from flying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we go back to the gate. And they get the sick person off. I got really sick after we got back from this trip, so I blame it completely on the person puking and the air being recycled. So, anyway, we finally push back. We take off. I'm looking at my app, and it basically shows that I will have, like, a 30-minute window to get from this flight to my next flight. Like, from this flight to the time my other flight departs. And boarding yeah. closes 10 minutes before the flight departs. So that means I have like a 20 minute window. Oh, so shit. I call the flight attendant over and I'm like, hey, this is my next flight. I'm really like, you know, you guys delayed the flight. That's not my fault. So like, is there any way to say, hey, this passenger is coming. She's on her way. She's in the air. You know when we're landing. So just wait, you know, because yeah. we're so close. Like we're so close. I will run. And the gate's right next to each other. So, like, I will run. And she's like, oh, yeah, they'll know. They'll be able to see, like, all the coming passengers and, like, what flights they're on and stuff like that. And I'm like, thank God. Okay, cool. So, I have this really pessimistic passenger sitting next to me. And the whole time, he's like, yeah, good luck. It's not going to happen. You're not going to make your flight. What a I dick. What an asshole. Like, why would, you, why would you put that in the universe? Just to, what? If, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's what I was thinking. I was like, don't put that out there. Don't put that on me. I don't think that. I'm an optimistic person. I'm going to think the best. Stop yeah. it. Um, so the flight crew asks everyone who's not connecting or doesn't have a tight connection to, like, please stay seated. And surprisingly, a good amount of the, the passengers stay seated. I was actually super impressed because I always thought everyone just stood up anyway. But a good amount of them stay seated. Um, and there were several other people. Like, there were some people that were trying to fly to San Diego and Hawaii and stuff like that. That, like, all of their flights were, like, right then, you know. So, um, as I'm getting off the plane, my app updates and says that my flight changed from being at gate 71 to gate... Or, wait, no. I was at gate, like, 78 and it was supposed to be gate 81 and then it changed to gate 66. That's what happened. Oh, God. So it was all the way in a different, like, branch. Like, so I had to ma- basically make, like, a V. Like, I ran out of my gate. I ran down into, like, this hub. And then I ran up the other branch to my gate. And my my flight took off at 425. No, 427. And I got there at 428. And it oh was gone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. They didn't wait for me. They didn't do it. The guy was right. The pessimistic guy was right. Still a dick. <laughs> so, I went to the the United um, like customer service center, and I'm like, here's what happens. You know, I saw there was another flight at like eight thirty. You know, and it, it was only like four thirty. I really didn't want to wait till eight thirty, but you know, I'm in San Francisco, so that's like four and a half hours away from Reno. I could just wait till 8.30. And so she was like, oh, yeah, no, that flight we don't have anymore. The next flight isn't until 10.45 tonight. But it's full, so you would have to fly standby. And so, like, that might or might not work. 
And then she was like, um, she was like, we could also put you up in a hotel if you'd like, and you could fly out at, at like 8.25 tomorrow morning. And I'm like, no, I, it's four and a half hours away. I'm just going to drive. So I rented a car and I drove four and a half hours home to Reno. But I will say that the United people gave me a $20 food voucher. So I was able to go get dinner and I did. I got road trip food to put in the car. They paid for the rental car. They reimbursed me for that leg of the flight that I missed. And they gave me a $150 travel voucher that I can use on another flight. Wow. So that's not like I need to start using. So you know what's funny is I f- we flew over United. And United, I really like United. Like, I really like flying uh, flying with them. Um, so I, maybe I'll just fly United moving forward. But, but uh, yeah. That, that, that's cool if they took care of you. Yeah, I mean, I felt very taken care of. It was a hor- it was a shitty situation. Yeah, um, obviously. And I've been in situations, <laughs> right? And I've been in situations where they have held the flight, and they're like, "We're waiting for one more passenger," you know. And so I know that they do that. I just don't think that maybe they necessarily cared. And it was the Chicago O'Hare people, maybe that didn't really care. I don't know, but um, I feel like overall I was compensated for like that chunk i didn't mind driving home it wasn't that big a deal i love san francisco so like driving through the city and stuff was totally fine for me i didn't really hit traffic so that was nice like it was just it just worked out really well and i was really happy with the resolution um but i will say that it was like it was really it was like frustrating because i i ran man people were staring at me and i was sweaty and i was out of breath because i mean i need to obviously run more I mean, they'd be staring at you anyway. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being mean or nice. Um, oh, it's nice. And, and, <laughs> and whatever you do yoga, you're like, I'm like one of those in shape people. You're like, in, you are in shape. Stop. Yeah, well. Um, I, need, actually, I, need to, I need to run more, though. Like, we're thinking about getting a treadmill in the house. Not in the house. We're actually going to put it in the garage, but we're thinking about getting one. Because Kyle Dude. really likes to run. Oh, okay. but you don't like to run. I don't like it, but it's the only cardio that seems to be effective for me. Like, every time I try to use the elliptical or, like, try to use a different form of cardio, it doesn't seem to hit areas that I need it to really hit. So, I don't know. Maybe I just run really well, and I'm a good runner. I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. Um, well, I mean... <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, running is just, like, unless I'm playing basketball, I just hate running. Like, I really hate running. Like, so much. And I always feel like I look, like, I always feel like I look weird when I run. (laughs) I I, I did start running again this week, though, because my, like, test as far as, like, how fast I need to be able to run is, like, if someone were to mug me right now and, like, steal my wallet, would I be able to run them down? And right now, the answer is probably not. So, it's like, I need to, like... Like, yeah. I'd probably I'd probably get two blocks, but then I'd be like, all right, well, you just you just caught me on a good day. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, I think it's definitely important, especially for catching those flights. Um, but, you know, the best airline company, and this is just according to like some studies and polls and research and everything like that. 
But apparently, it's Alaska Air. My uncle actually is a flight attendant on Alaska. Wait, what's your uncle's name? Guy. Wait, Guy? That's his... Yeah, that's his name. (laughs) I love that. Hi, Guy. (laughs) Hey, Guy. What's up? (laughs) What's up, Guy? Wow. You're... God, you're so lit. Oh, my... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did drink my entire cocktail. That is Um, true. That's what you kids say, right? That's guys. I don't know. I'm not a kid. (laughs) You're younger than I am. Yeah, not by much. Um, That's but yeah, so Alaska Air. Yeah. I mean, I've always had really good experiences with them. The only thing that um, it that is problematic, kind of, is that they don't fly everywhere. I mean, obviously they're Alaska yeah. Air, so they're kind of like West Coast. Um, so I think you can fly. We usually fly them when we're going to Seattle or Portland, or um, they fly to LA as well. I think they might fly to Vegas too. So they're yeah, like yeah, around, yeah. 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 Um, but apparently, yeah, they're like super highly ranked, and um, I would say they're pretty comfy, you know. Uh, and obviously, I love their flight attendants. Well, obviously, I mean they 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 have cute guys. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he takes the best pictures. He takes selfies. He, like any time that a, a customer, one of their customers, a passenger is wearing a hat, he asks if he can take a selfie with the hat. And so he takes a selfie with, like, wearing the kid's hat. It's so cute. I love it so much. Um, but, yeah. I, and one thing that he always told me, that was just, like, a tip here if you want to go to the trouble. I think it depends personally on um, the flight time. If I'm going to be on a long flight, I definitely try to do this. Um, if you bring, like, a candy chocolate like something like that i try to make it something native from like reno um obviously sealed so they're not like creeped out by it but you bring chocolate for the person that's checking everyone in so the flight attendants at like the the booth area that's checking you in and you bring enough chocolate for the flight attendants on board the plane and you give it to them and they're like this is for you and they're kind of confused by it at first because nobody does it and they're like what you're giving me chocolate I always am just like, well, my uncle's a flight attendant, so I know how hard you guys work and I appreciate you, type of thing. And uh, they're, like, so amazed that someone would do that that they, they like, love you for it. And then the next thing you know, you're getting free glasses of wine, and they're giving you chocolate. It's a great, it's a great trade-off. It's a great that, trade-off. That's cute. I like that. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, those flight attendants have to put up with a lot, man. A lot of screaming kids, a lot of people being assholes. Like, True. So, like, you think your flight is ex- your flight experience is bad. Just imagine their flight experience. Yeah, I mean, I will say, and this is completely random, but whatever. Um, I remember flying back. Um, uh, or, no, no, when we flew United. Uh, the amount of people like men and women that i would see that uh that are on the plane that i would go wow you should be on the bachelor like it or bachelor <laughs> one of the two <laughs> like <laughs> like you, you know what i mean like it's it's like like at our job where i look around i'm like god it's like the it's almost like uh like they only hire like pretty people to work here that's how i feel whenever i fly <laughs> like 
Like, no, there was this there is this one guy who was so handsome I felt bad for staring. Like I looked at him a couple times, I'm like, wow, he is just in a layout even like like what? I'm like, he's just a really good looking guy. Like I like I appreciate how handsome he is. Good for him. But and like like you know like he he was <laughs> I know this random going off, but he was so handsome that he should be should have been more of an asshole, but he was like the nicest guy to, like I talked to, like that, that makes them more handsome. I, right, I know. Nice, I'm like, you are such a good person, and you're cute. Right, that I know. For girls and guys. I don't think good for you. And and then like the uh, 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 Whitney was like, she was like this tall blonde, and she was like, oh, can I get you anything? And I was just like, um, and I was like, eh, bleh, bleh. No, I, I didn't do that, but I was like, no, I'm. <laughs> That would have been awkward, but I was like, no, no, I'm good. And Alea was like, wow, she's cute. I'm like, right? I'm like, God, this plane's so full of, like, handsome people. Like, handsome and pretty people. And then, like, this little kid, like, sneezed and started crying. And I was really sad. (laughs) (laughs) Moment ruined. (laughs) They really should just have, like, a separate, like, spot for kids. Like, a ball (gasps) pit or something like that. Oh, my God. Like, just... Okay, I was, like put put kids like I don't know have like a little cargo plane separate for children. <laughs> like, that would the, honestly be kind of amazing. I don't have be. kids yet, so I feel like my opinion will probably change when I do. But like, uh I I get it. I know it's a struggle, and I know they don't understand with their little ears and why their ears are plopping and plugging and everything like that. You know, but like. I have sat next to some kids that, like, won't stop screaming, and it's so, so irritating and hard. So that would that would be that would be absolutely amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, Hunter, yeah. we're coming to the end of our episode. Are we? Yes. Oh, all good things must come to an end. That's what she, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but, Hunter, so you are the host for The Real Pineapple... Like, I am. Yeah, if anyone is interested in checking out this awesome podcast, like movie buffs, or even if you like, you review so many movies that, because I don't listen to every episode. I love you, but oh, I only listen I'm to the ones joking. about movies that I that I'm interested in, which is great for me because, and I do wait to you. I do usually wait until I've seen it, but um, yeah, there's he. You review like so many movies every freaking week, so there's like tons of reviews. And you can just pop There's on and listen to all of There's them, some of them. And you're going to be on this month's Review the Grinch with me. Hell yeah. Jingle which, all the way, bitches. Which, I'm, I'm really excited. It's amazing. Yeah. And I have to give you credit because you're the one saying, like, you got to go see it. And I was like, I don't know. And I saw it and I went, yeah, this is a lot of fun. So Yeah. B-dubs, we're talking about the new Grinch, the... Elimination. It came out last year, so the 2018 Grinch. Yeah, yeah. So when I yeah, so when I actually went and saw it, there was no one in the theater. I saw like at 9:30 on like a Thursday night, and, <laughs> and no one's in the theater. So I'm sitting there hitting my pin, and I was like, "This movie's a lot of fun." I was like, "I'm actually sad there's not people to laugh, <laughs> like to laugh with me at this." But I probably yeah, watched it. Fun. Yeah, like I probably watched it like five or six times last year alone, and I've already seen it once this year. Yeah. So yeah, check out at the real pineapple. You're on Insta, Facebook, Twitter. So yeah, so okay, so that's kind of a lie. So we're on Facebook at the real pineapple. Uh, my Twitter 
is Jay Hunter Real Pineapple, and then we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify at The Real Pineapple. There we go. Damn, damn, damn. All of them. All of them. So literally, there's no excuse. Go listen. Go share. Be the amazing type of listeners that actually care. Bless you. (laughs) It's the season of giving. So give us your listen. Hunter, it's been real, man. I'm so pumped that you were on this episode. Oh, likewise. It was an absolute um, male privilege to be on. Uh, Thank thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on. Like, like, this was absolutely a blast. And yeah, if you ever want to talk about, I don't know what else you'd have me on for, but... I, I am down. Like this We'll talk about your New York trip and Toronto and things like that. That's yeah. the best part about this podcast, because if you go somewhere, we can talk about it. We'll definitely have you back on to chat about some more exciting places than Phoenix. But yeah. <laughs> on behalf of Fly Wanderer Lost and the entire crew, I'd like to thank you for joining us on this trip. And we are looking forward to seeing you on board again in the near future. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys so much for devoting the last hour and eight minutes to listening to this podcast episode. I really appreciate you and all that you do. Thank you so much for listening. And if you can't get enough, listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and you can also check out our new um, host site, anchor.fm. You could search for the podcast there and you can actually donate now. So that's kind of exciting. I'm not sure what we're going to be doing with that, but we'll keep you updated. And the biggest gift that you guys could give us is to talk about it. Seriously, word of mouth is so huge. So if you have friends or family that you think would enjoy this, please share it with them. 